I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It is the ever-changing nature of Doctor Who that has allowed the series to endure since 1963. It's the show where anything and everything can and often does happen. Every episode takes place in a different time, in a different place, and can switch genres at the drop of a fez. This has allowed for some utterly brilliant storytelling and some episodes that have come out of the new Who era have been absolute gems. But there have also been a couple of universally panned stories that even the most passionate Whovian cannot defend. Every now and then though, an episode comes along that the fanbase, episodes that are loved and hated in equal measure, episodes that have brilliant premises but aren't quite executed to everybody's liking. So let's talk about those episodes that fall right there bullseye in the middle. With that in mind, I'm Will for Who Culture and here are the 10 most divisive Doctor Who episodes. 10. Fear Her Fear Her has a lot going against it, even before it aired. Not only was it written and produced at the last minute after a proposed Stephen Fry script failed to materialise, but it also came straight after the universally panned Love and Monsters. There was a lot for kids to like in this episode, with an alien kidnapping people through children's drawings, and the London 2020 Olympic setting providing a bit of fun, with the 10th Doctor carrying the Olympic torch. A nice touch. More adult fans were not so keen, however, what with the poor CGI of the Scribble Monster, as well as some very annoying supporting characters. The power of love being the solution was cheesy back in the 1960s, and it does leave the ending of this one feeling a little flat. 9. Dark Water Despite being heavily praised, Dark Water did get some complaints upon its release for one specific story element. The episode follows the 12th Doctor and Clara Oswald as they attempt to find the recently deceased Danny Pink in the afterlife. With great visuals, an effective slow-burning mystery surrounding the Cybermen, and a killer twist, with the enigmatic Missy revealing herself to be none other than the Master, Dark Water is one of the best Peter Capaldi episodes. So what's the problem? Well, the reveal that the dead are still conscious and can experience pain through through cremation was a fascinating idea, but it proved too much for some, with viewers writing to the BBC to complain about how the show had gone too far. Don't cremate me. Don't cremate me. Uh, I guess it is pretty morbid if you think about it. 8. Aliens of London and World War 3 Christopher Eccleston's only series as the Doctor is criminally underrated, filled with stories and villains that were fantastic. Unfortunately, the first ever two-parter of the revival era wasn't. This is largely due to the Slitheen being some of the weakest villains in Who history. Their design isn't very inspiring, and the actors portraying them in human form are a touch too cheesy for a scheme that revolves around starting the nuclear apocalypse. And who could forget the constant fart jokes that were intended as 
as political satire, but missed the mark entirely. But on a review, it's not all that bad. There's still a compelling mystery at the heart of Aliens of London, and World War III ups the action considerably. It was these episodes that introduced Harriet Jones, former Prime Minister, a great recurring character in the Russell T Davies era, and it gave us more of Rose's home life too. It's not great, but it's certainly not terrible. 7. The Beast Below The second episode of the Matt Smith years is a decent one that really tests the relationship between the 11th Doctor and Amy Pond that comes perhaps a little too early in his tenure. Smith and Karen Gillan are on point, which is always a plus, and their moral conflict over the fate of the Star Whale carrying the starship carrying all of Great Britain on it is good, but comes so early on their adventure that the drama and tension between them doesn't feel earned yet. The design of Starship UK is very cool, and the principal villains, the Smilers, are appropriately creepy looking. But like much of the Stephen Moffat era, the plot suffers from too many great ideas at once. Even Moffat himself wasn't too keen, naming it the least favourite of the episodes he wrote, calling it, quote, a bit of a mess. 6. Planet of the Dead Even the most average filler episodes of Doctor Who can split opinion, which is exactly what the 2009 Easter special did. The one-off companion, Lady Christina D'Souza, was a divisive character. Smart, adventurous, and Michelle Ryan's chemistry with David Tennant had so much promise, but some viewers thought that she was nothing more than a one-dimensional Lara Croft ripoff, and was, above all else, a career criminal. The appearance of Lee Evans wasn't for everyone either, but the foreshadowing of the Four Knocks did bring goosebumps to even the most casual of viewers. Honestly, Planet of the Dead is nothing special. It's not dull or badly paced, but neither is it groundbreaking or truly shocking. For some, that makes it bad, but for others, it was just a fun ride that perfectly killed an hour of their Saturday night. 5. The Next Doctor Following the news that David Tennant would be leaving the show in 2008, speculation was rife about who would take over from one of the most popular incarnations of the Time Lord. So when it was announced that that year's Christmas special was called The Next Doctor, expectations were high. Of course, the title and the casting of David Morrissey as the Doctor was merely a red herring, with The Walking Dead star instead playing Jackson Lake, a man who thinks he's the Doctor. It's not a bad concept, and Morrissey plays the part very well, but it was a letdown to some fans. Also, the rest of the story is lacking, with an underwhelming Cybermen plot that concludes with a rather over-the-top giant Cyberman Transformer Power Rangers robot terrorising Victorian London. Sure, it's not the worst Christmas special, but it is nowhere near the best. 4. It Takes You Away In a series that contained both well-received and widely panned episodes, It Takes You Away is a uniquely divisive entry. Bradley Walsh once again shined as Graham, and his reunion with late wife Grace was touching and beautifully handled. The whole concept of a lonely, sentient universe was well-realized, and actually a very neat concept for the show, but there was also a lot that didn't work. The whole anti-zone and kill a moth section felt like filler to extend the runtime and give the characters something to run from. It wasn't needed, and it felt very out of place in an otherwise thought-provoking story. And of course, there was the talking frog. To some, this was a genius way to symbolize the confusion of an unknowing universe, but to others, it was an absolute joke. 3. Daleks in Manhattan and Evolution of the Daleks A recurring theme of episodes on this list are great concepts that are terribly executed, and this Series 3 two-parter is a great example. The Cult of Scarrow quickly became fan favourites following their appearance in Doomsday, and placing them in 1930s New York, attempting to evolve beyond their shell, was a genius way to continue their story. However, the human-Dalek hybrid and its creative but grotesque design got a mixed reception from audiences. Throw in these stupid pig slaves and the incredibly unlikable Tallulah, and some fans were left thoroughly underwhelmed. On a more positive note, we get to see a young, pre-fame Andrew Garfield, a reminder that even the biggest of Hollywood stars have a history with the Doctor. 2. Let's Kill Hitler 
Following the mind-boggling twist that River Song was actually the daughter of Amy and Rory at the end of A Good Man Goes to War, the hype was palpable for the next episode, which would clarify everything. Perhaps that's why Let's Kill Hitler wasn't the most beloved episode. It epitomizes the major problem with Series 6, attempting to do too much at once. It crams in showing us what happened during River's childhood, her regenerating, and then her flirting slash trying to kill the Doctor as per the norm, and a completely different story about a robot full of people attacking Adolf Hitler. Yes, there is a lot going on. Now, they're all interesting elements for sure, and it does fill in some necessary blanks, but ultimately, it gives the audience far too much to take in for one 50-minute episode. Is anybody else finding today just a bit difficult? One, Hell Bent. Yes, on this list, there could only be one winner. After the heartbreaking Face the Raven and the magnificent Heaven Sent, the series 9 finale had a lot of expectation on its shoulders, and unfortunately, it couldn't quite live up to the hype. The conclusion to the hybrid arc of series 9 falls flat, and the return of Gallifrey and the Time Lords feels shoehorned in and underutilized. Worst of all, the death of Clara that had been handled so well in the previous episode is completely undermined once she is resurrected. However, you can't forget about all the good stuff in the episode. Capaldi and Jenna Coleman are on top form as per usual. The face-off with Donald Sumper's Rassilon is fantastic to watch, and the twist ending was well executed. However, despite these good moments, Hellbent remains a much-despised episode amongst Whovians, some of whom regard it as the pinnacle of all that was wrong with the Moffat era. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.